Hi friends, and welcome to the Plant-Based Kitchen, where we talk about all things plant-based, from cooking wonderful dishes, to sourcing the amazing ingredients, to flavor profiles, to cooking techniques. Also, we're gonna talk about herbalistics and healing of the body, which herbs are better to heal certain elements, we're going to talk about mind, body, soul, healing, all things plant-based, and so much more. I welcome you to the Plant-Based Kitchen. I am your host, executive chef, vegan recipe coach, Roberta Lowe, and welcome to today's episode. So let's get the housekeeping out the way and hear a word from our sponsors and we'll be right back. So today's episode is brought to us by VegBox Restaurant. They are a 100% vegan restaurant that is located in Baltimore, Maryland that has a wonderful menu, something for everyone, I tell you. They have grain bowls to select from, they have tacos to select from, they have sliders to select from, they also have soups and they have salads to select from, as well as vegan desserts. So they definitely have you covered when it comes to your lunchtime meal. So make sure you check them out at vegboxmd.com. That's V-E-G-B-O-X-M-D.com. And you can also check them out on all of their social media handles, which is vegboxmd. Make sure you call them today. Call them right now and place your, your order. Good. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Plant-Based Kitchen Podcast. I am Roberta Lowe, and I'm here with my lovely guest, Laverne. She is the founder of L-Hypnosis. She is board certified with the National Guild of Hypnotists and is passionate about improving lives through the holistic healing power of hypnosis. Laverne Laverne equips clients with skills and tools such as MP3s to continue their wellness journey. She is always a firm believer in power of self-hypnosis, which is her favorite form of meditation. She is a former NPR correspondent, WBGO news anchor, and voiceover talent, Laverne has volunteered as a um, LibraVox audiobook recorder and and an article reader for the Smithsonian Magazine um, program that's there. She holds a BS, excuse me, a BA in English from Rutgers University 
And you can visit her at lhypnosis.com for any additional details or to connect with her. So without further ado, let's get right into this podcast here and let's talk with Laverne. We're just going to talk a little bit about hypnosis and meditation and how that actually coincides with each other and how you can actually do that for a better healing of your mind, body, and soul. And so it's a pleasure to actually have her here speaking with us today. Thank you for being with us, Laverne. Thank you so much, Roberta, for having me. I'm really happy to be here, so thank you. (laughs) Absolutely. Now, we conducted a few months ago with uh, with one of my um, Facebook groups, um, and it was, as always, always a pleasure to learn about hypnosis and learn about how that actually is a form of, you know, meditation. It's all dealing with the the mind and it's about controlling the mind, subduing the mind and refocusing with the mind and just allowing it to really, um, you know, really create habits to really strengthen your or individuals, um, I guess, paths as they, they're walking along to be more successful and better people um, on this earth. So it was always nice to hear, hear your perspective, your perspective and to actually go from there. So just tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Um, Yeah. Tell us about yourself. Thank you so much. Yeah. This is kind of like my my fourth career, if you will. (laughs) I've I've done a lot. I started out uh, in radio news and and that really appealed to me. Being an introvert, I'm more comfortable kind of behind a microphone, if you will, and and not so much a camera, but Mm -hmm. I've adapted and I can do whatever I need to do. But so that's where I really started. And then I worked in HR or human resources for about 15 years. And I have a lot of experience interviewing and connecting with people one-on-one. And then from there, I started a voiceover business and I've done radio commercials and voicemail greetings and website audio and all that good stuff. So that, you know, I got a chance to really use my voice again. And I've also worked uh, as an editor that was my last uh, nine to five before I retired back in 2019. But before I retired, I started, I became certified as a hypnotist. I wanted to do something in my retirement because I am a lifelong learner, number one. And I always wanted to be of service and to help others. And I knew a little bit about hypnosis, but not enough, you know, to, but I knew that it was a way and a holistic way to use our subconscious minds to overcome addictions and, you know, poor eating habits and insomnia, anxiety, and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. So I became, I took the time and got my certification and now I'm into my, you know, uh, retirement and we're also in a pandemic, but, um, it's been a wonderful way for me again to use my voice, to use that one-on-one connection that I really, really like, you know, to talk to people and to show them tools and techniques and different ways to improve their lives using 
basically the power of their subconscious minds along with their imagination and their visualization. So hypnosis is really a two-way street or two-part, it's a partnership. I can talk to you. I can take you on this guided meditative journey, you know, deep within your subconscious mind to help you remember things or undo poor habits or create new habits, but mm -hmm. you also have to visualize it and imagine it. And you really have to want to see that change in your life. So we have to work together. And I know I kind of went off track, but, but oh, that's no, who, <laughs> you were asking me, yeah, I was supposed to be telling you about myself, but I just jumped right into the hypnosis. <laughs> well, that's also being part of yourself, you know, you, um, yeah. especially just sharing your journey of how, one, this is your, you said fourth career, correct? This is your Technically, it's five, I think. It was uh, radio, HR, voiceovers, editing, and now hypnosis. Okay. So I'm actually okay. short. It's five. Yeah. <laughs> so this is your fifth career. And this is, um, you know, I won't go down that rabbit hole for people that's looking to change careers it's possible you know and yeah. you, you can do it um so i won't necessarily touch on that but just just you finding out that this is and i'm not sure if it's going to be your last but everything was leading up to you know it position you to actually be a hypnotist you excuse me you know so so, which is really, really great that even though the path or the end goal was not to be, you know, you didn't possibly think about it, you know, because <laughs> one thing in our community is that we don't necessarily think hypnosis has a negative, um, negative viewpoint on it. You know, it just seems like some type of hocus pocus type um, actions or activities. And so therefore, you know, we look at it differently, especially in the African-American community. But you are here and you're telling us how this actually helps individuals um, and it's not anything to really be afraid of. So it's it's great for you to push past road, roadblocks, which is also, um, which is very important. And I'll just throw this nugget out here, a little shameless, but throw this nugget out here is, how we connected was because of the mindset, because when I wrote my book and I started my actual uh, Facebook group, you know, I was like hypnosis, meditation, you know, I, it's all part of that level of um, really controlling the mind and, and, and when you control the mind, then the body follows. So Absolutely. I'm, you know, I'm a firm believer, believer of that. And so that's how we actually connected and stay connected um, through these last few years. And it just has been very phenomenal to, um, you know, have that connection with someone that's like-minded as someone that really sees, brings a different type of um, different level to helping people empower themselves and be better for themselves. Can you share a little bit more about your products and services that you actually um, offer to, to customers or clients? Absolutely. Uh, primarily as a hypnotist, I, I do educating. You know, there, there's a, as you mentioned earlier, hypnosis can have 
<clears throat> excuse me, a negative connotation, you know, especially if people are coming from a religious background, you know, they feel that it, it's kind of mind control or it could be a little evilness associated with it. And that couldn't be, you know, farther from the truth. Hypnosis is really just a natural meditative state. So what I do in my education is I tell people that if you've ever prayed, if you've ever meditated, if you're a daydreamer like I am, you have actually already experienced what we call self-hypnosis. You've already put yourself in that natural, deeply relaxed state, because mm -hmm. that's all hypnosis is. It's a deeply relaxed meditative state that quiets down your conscious mind where all of our day-to-day -day chatter is. Mm -hmm. And it opens up the subconscious mind. And then you have to couple that with your imagination and focus and visualization so that I, as a hypnotist, can talk directly to your subconscious mind and help you see what you're doing that isn't beneficial, you know, overcome some of those poor habits and decisions that we make around food, around our lifestyle, our relationships, even how you feel about yourself, mm -hmm. you know, so hypnosis is just a really natural way to engage your subconscious mind to help you overcome and improve your life. So as a hypnotist, I provide that education, number one, of what hypnosis is and is not and what it can and cannot do. And then I do the actual hypnosis. I also record if, if the client is, is okay, I will record the audio mm -hmm. of the sessions and then mail you, uh, email you that MP3. So you can listen to your hypnosis sessions over and over as reinforcement. And I always tell people, you are always in the driver's seat. Your, our subconscious minds, it's like our uh, intuition. It will always protect you. You will mm -hmm. never do or say anything under hypnosis that you wouldn't ordinarily do or say. So I always tell people that don't be afraid of it. It's totally natural and you're always in control. So that's pretty much what I do. I follow up with my clients, you know, within uh, 24 to 48 hours because hypnosis, if nothing else, is deeply relaxing. You will feel like a different person, you know, from uh, an hour uh, hypnosis session. It just calms you. It slows down your breathing. It takes all the tension out of your body from head to toe. And it allows you to go on this guided meditative journey to help improve your life. So yes. that's what I supply. That's good. And as you were saying, um, it relaxes you in your mind. I, all I could think about is how I went to actually go on a weekend trip <laughs> of a meditative, uh, like they have these camps that you can go to that's like relaxing and exactly meditation throughout the weekend and and I as you were saying I just felt so calm I was like oh I can definitely feel myself actually being in those places right now is <laughs> much needed um so what what tell us if there's a difference, is there a difference between meditation and hypnosis or are they the same, same and, and break that down for us for people that actually don't know about either actually. Okay. 
I would say that they're similar. Hypnosis is a form of meditation, but meditation in and of itself is probably a broader category, if you will. Mm -hmm. And to me, meditation is getting very still because you, you can't meditate when you're going 50, you know, trying to do seven things at a time. It's really hard to meditate. Right. So you have to first thing and the same, you know, and this is how it's similar to hypnosis. You have to get still, you know, and you usually close your eyes with both. You usually slow down your breathing with both. But the difference I think with meditation is meditation is something you can do on your own. Uh, praying is a form of meditation, actually. It's where you take yourself on this, uh, you have an end goal for yourself. You know, either you want to get in touch with your chakras or you want to, uh, you know, think about something that happened or you're trying to be intentional about your day and you just want to make sure you're in a good space. You know, meditation, I think, is more something you can do and you, you know, kind of guide where you want to go. Whereas hypnosis is more of a therapeutic thing. You know, if you need help, <clears throat> if you're uh, suffering from insomnia or anxiety or addictions like smoking or overeating, uh, the hypnotist who is me can actually guide your meditation more so because it's more tailored to a therapeutic result, I would say. And changing habits, you know, it generally takes 21 to maybe 30 days to either break a habit or create a new habit. So hypnosis gives you specific tools and techniques to tackle whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. So they're, they're similar, very similar, but they're a little different as well. So I hope that kind of helps with the, the definition of the two. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, I think it's important for people to know that's just like how, uh, you know, there is a difference, even though it's kind of in this broad type category have similar attributes and things of that nature. Um, you know, there's still a, a, a small difference in between there. And, um, you know, that's the same thing that you know, same thing that goes for being vegan, plant-based, vegetarian, you know, it's, it's, we're similar, but then yet we have different paths that, you know, that takes for us to actually focus on or to get to wherever we're going or, you know, actions that we take. And so um, that was important for, you know, people that that's not familiar with either one or maybe one or the other, to mm -hmm. know, you know, that there is a difference, um, but it's still in us in the same realm um, together. They work in hand in hand. So, so that's definitely great. Now, how how would you say that eating plant based help with uh, meditation or hypnosis? Does that play a, a part or effect on on the mind, the brain, and if so, how so? I would say that just making the decision, you know, to be plant-based or um, vegan or, you know, it, it, to me, it has to go, it goes back to addiction. You know, a lot of us are hooked on sugar and processed foods, um, you know, not drinking enough water, not, you know, the, whatever it is. And to me, hypnosis, it helps you 
reset whatever that what's going on in your subconscious mind. A lot of times when as children, we didn't have a choice of what we ate. You know, our parents were raising us and feeding us and we ate pretty much what they fed us. But now that we're older and we're able to that reevaluate, is this really helpful for me? You know, is it causing me hypertension or diabetes or whatever? That's where you got to kind of go deep within that subconscious mind and kind of undo some of those habits and, you know, traditions and things that you just do. So I would say hypnosis, you have to want to do it. Remember, it's, it's not magic. It's not hocus pocus. Nobody can reprogram you to do anything you don't want to do. So you have to make the decision. And then uh, I can help you and guide you on that journey so that you can see and visualize yourself eating healthier, being healthier, being happy. But it, it all starts in the mind. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I definitely agree. Um, and, and how we control, how we help control that. Uh, is definitely, you know, how, what we put into our bodies. Um, you know, me being a plant-based chef, I, I tell people all the time, you know, either our food is going to aid in our health or it's going to aid in our destruction, you know, um, in our good health or in our bad health, you know, so Either way, you know, however you want to live, that's your that's your choice. That's your opportunity. Once again, just like you say, they have to actually <laughs> want. You have to want it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I tell people all the time, you have to want to eat plant-based. You know, you have to want to have that particular lifestyle because it starts with because if you go after what you want, then you're more successful. It's more sustainable you know, you're, you're thinking about it from a point of view of being of betterment for your life instead of a, some, a action that you must take. A, and, you know, if you're stressed out in any type of way, because you feel forced to do a certain task or activity, then, you know, that's more harm to your body. That particular, you know, activity is not going to work the way that it should you know, work, impact your life if, if you actually come from, unless you come from a perspective of actually wanting to do so, you know. Right. And you're not going to be successful if you feel like somebody's forcing Absolutely. you to do something, Absolutely. you're going to, you're going to rebel or resist it anyway. It has to be your decision. Your decision. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That's where you get the maximum experience and success from, from actually wanting to do it for yourself. So, so yeah, so tell them, so what are some questions that if a client comes up to you and let's, let's narrow it down to like, if they want to change their actual eating habits, let's narrow it down to that for our plant-based kitchen um, members here. How, how, what are those steps? How, what are some questions that they'll, people will ask from you? And what would that like first session or not necessarily a session in particular, but what would be the steps for people to 
that you and that new client will go through to really, uh, you know, help them, aid them in being successful at transitioning over to even healthier dishes? Absolutely. Yeah. The first thing I would do is as part of the intake process before they even have a session is ask them a lot of questions about their eating habits, you know, what they eat, what times of the day they eat the most, are they stress eaters, do they mm -hmm. eat late at night, do they snack, do they smoke or drink, you know, do they exercise, you know, just really kind of uh, invasive is the right word, it's kind of strong, but I ask a lot of personal questions about why you eat the way you eat and what you eat. And then I ask them, what do you want to get out of hypnosis? What do you, you know, how do, what, you know, why do you want to go to, to be plant-based, you know, number one. So they, you know, comparing what they're doing now with what they hope to achieve. I need to know all of that information. I talk about their childhoods, um, the types of things they ate, even as children, you know, their lifestyle. So really they're, they're kind of, and that's therapeutic, believe it or not, going through the intake process mm -hmm. because hearing yourself talk Absolutely. about, you know, I, and, and me, I'm, I'm a stress eater. I'm a snacker, <laughs> you know, um, I tend to eat late at night, which is not healthy, you know, like kind of right before you go to bed. So I know what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> um, and FYI, I am a vegetarian. I, I'm, I'm kind of have one foot on both sides between vegan and vegetarianism, <laughs> but I'm working on it. Not quite there yet, but I'm working on it. But I did give up meat, you know, over 20 years ago. You mm -hmm. know, don't drink, don't smoke, lots and lots and lots of water, you know, the whole bit. Um, but I, I'm on a tangent. Anywho, uh, back to my client. So after we do this intake process, you know, and they tell me where they are now and what, where they would like to see themselves, then we can start the session, but they have to really be able to see themselves there. Right. You know, I can't make you undo any habits that you already have. So that's where the imagination and visualization and focus comes in. And as a hypnotist, I know how to guide you to through that process so basically it's just unpacking what they're doing now and having a clear strategy on where they would like to go right right absolutely and I think that I think that is um important for the listeners to really know that it's not just a wham bam go in there and you know <laughs> you wake up and you're, you're plant-based right, right. <laughs> It, you know, it took decades to get to, you know, to condition you to eat the way you're eating Absolutely. now. So it's definitely going to take a couple months for you to undo right. a lot of that. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's another, um, what I talk about is really just, you know, you and I are so similar with um, really speaking to individuals about the process of how it's not an overnight you know, change, you know, you can, you can definitely be convinced over overnight, you can definitely be that that conviction can come to you overnight. But as far as sustainability and longevity and being able to really 
hone in um, and be successful at, at any, any habit that you're really changing. It really takes, it really takes a little bit of time. Um, it also takes that unpacking, um, which your intake questions are perfect. Um, if people are at home trying to do this on their own, you know, um, the book that I actually wrote, give them daily steps. And that's just one of the steps. And um, before they even get to the daily steps, it's just like you said, the, the intake, just unpacking, um, bringing things that has been buried in your subconscious to your um, actual, your conscious mind and just being able to really collect that. I call it data, you know, yes. just collect that data on yourself, because the more data that you you acknowledge and understand about yourself that not easier that's not a term because it's not hard or easy but more so of you'll be equipped to really push past any roadblocks that's coming up um, that's proposing a challenge for you to be you know get to your end goal so so that is definitely um something that you know you and I really really speak about so tell us um we're about to wrap up a little bit here. <laughs> um, tell us, what is, so what is your thoughts about actually changing habits? Do you think that it's hard, easy, or, or other? What, what do you think about this? This is what a question I get asked often. I just like to learn other professionals' um, perspectives on, on the hard and easy habit changing. Um, I'm in the other category, of course. But. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say it depends on the individual. You know, I've heard of people that have stopped smoking or drinking just instantly. You know, they, they, they wake up one morning and they're just sick and tired of being sick and tired. And they just never have another cigarette or never take another drink. Mm -hmm. Other people need to go, you know, take it step by step and gradually change that habit. Whenever that urge hits them, they have to do something else, you know, or um, it's, it could be as simple as, well, let's talk about overeating maybe. Um, if you tend to overeat at night, you obviously need to try to eat more during the day or read a book instead. You know, in other words, whatever that urge is, replacing it with something else you know, or not eating when you're particularly stressed, you know, try drinking water or an herbal tea or something instead, you know, it's, it's kind of a switch and bait kind of thing. But I would say that it depends on the individual, how hard, how difficult or easy it might be to change a habit. And a lot of times, if you focus so much on breaking the old habit, I think that hinders us. <clears throat> Focus instead on creating a new habit and doing something healthier and making it fun or a game or having a buddy, you know, and before you know it, that old habit will slip away. But if you look at it as a hurdle, I got to break this habit that might be harder, but try, you know, do the, you know, and again, it's all in our subconscious minds. It's all how you believe and how you think. So, um, I, I don't think there's a right answer. I agree with you, Roberta. It, 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 there's other, I right. mean, other, other category too. Yeah. 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 And uh, it was great that you mentioned um, to actually 
you know, not focus on the bad habit, focus on the good habit, because focus exactly where, where you place your focus is where you're going to be successful at, you know, what's going to continue to come to mind. And if there, if people are focusing on, you know, them eating, say we're just going to keep it in plant-based, if they're eating meats and things of that nature, and they're trying to move in a direction of being 100% plant, a plant-based eater, if you just focus on eating the meats, every time you, um, meats will come up, opportunities to eat meat will come up, barbecues will come out the yin-yang, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah. people all of a sudden want to cook for you all the time, you know. Exactly, and, exactly. <laughs> somebody, somebody's bringing you a burger and fries, you know. Fries, <laughs> yes, and, yeah. but if you're focusing, and then also in that same context, if you're if you're looking to change and then you after you enjoy the burger then you have this moment like oh I can't believe I just did that you know that also actually loosens um it takes away from you being successful you know because everybody works off of when so if you're focusing more on saying just the plant-based meals that you're eating and things of that nature not even worried about if you're you know, falling off the saddle, eating the meat or something like that, then those meals will start to come up. They'll become tastier. They actually will start to, you know, you'll be more creative about what's, what you're going to prepare, um, more intentional about preparing meals and going shopping and um, looking at menus or restaurants before you actually go out to them. So, mm. you know, that actually, and then you'll feel like you're winning. You know exactly like and so that would and when you're on, when you're in a happy space that actually push you to be more successful you know quicker or um you know allow you to really focus on on that better than actually being in a in a position where as though you feel as though you're losing all the yeah. time not owning up to what you decided you were going to do so yes Absolutely. Now tell me three takeaways um, you would actually like the audience to really know um, about a healthy mind, body, or soul, or one or the other, or all three. Okay. I would say, well, they're obviously all connected, you know, your heart, your mind, and your soul, or your heart, you know, your, your body, you know, heart, what is it, body, mind, and soul, whatever it is, they're all connected. But I think for me, it starts in your mind. And obviously the heart and mind are connected as well. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's the way you feel about yourself, your outlook on your place in the world, how much attention you give to what others say about you or what they think about you or how they feel about you. We tend to internalize a lot of that. Mm-hmm. My motto is, if you can see it and believe it, you can achieve it, you know? So everything kind of starts, you know, with your mind. Mm-hmm. No one else's opinion of you matters. I've seen these different posts that um, it's none of my business what other people think about me. You know, I have, to, I have to know who I am. I have to have my best good, you know, mm-hmm. at heart. And once I get that mind and heart, uh, the mind and the heart, the body will follow, you know, and I'll be a happier 
soul. I'll put it that way. They're all connected, but for me, that mind is key. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I agree that the mind is definitely um, the beginning point of everything else. So I definitely agree. So tell us about where people can connect with you if someone wants some a hypnosis session for, um, you know, just to create a new habit or to get rid of an old habit. How could, how could the audience connect with you? Probably uh, the best way, two ways, uh, on my website. My business is called L, and the L is for Laverne. So that's lhypnosis.com. I just tried to keep it simple. Um, L-H-Y-P-N-O-S-I-S.com. And I have a contact form there. You can reach out to me. I also offer uh, a free consult where I answer all your questions about hypnosis. I do an imagination exercise to give you an idea how strong your imagination is. There's a questionnaire that I give you over the phone. So, you know, that whole consult is really where you get most of your questions answered. And the other way would be on Facebook where I am Laverne Denise is my personal page. And I also have an L Hypnosis Facebook group. So either Facebook or my website would probably be the best ways to reach out to me. And I'm also on Instagram as L-Hypnosis. So L-Hypnosis, you know, pretty much uh, will, will get you in touch with me. Awesome. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining us this evening and talking with everyone about hypnosis. Hopefully this has answered any questions that one might have actually to talk about hypnosis, um, to talk about meditation, to talk about plant-based. And we are so honored and grateful that Laverne decided that she would actually come on and speak with us about this topic. And um, just for all the curious people and all the people that actually might want to move forward with really doing hypnosis and really changing those habits because sometimes, sometimes we need help. You know, changing a habit is not, um, we didn't develop a habit by ourselves. It was actually taught to, you know, we learned from whomever we learned that habit from. And so it only makes sense to actually get help to reestablish a better habit or to reestablish a new habit so that you can be a better person. And so definitely if hypnosis is one of those tools that you can actually use to really help you be a better person, um, the person that you decide that you want to be, the level of, of um, greatness that you actually decide that you want to be at, you can definitely um, use hypnosis as a tool. So thank you so much for joining us on the Plant-Based Kitchen, and we will see you next time. Thanks again, Roberta. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Okay, well, that was. Thank you for tuning in for today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed the podcast and the information shared today. Please note that we are not medical professionals. Please, any diagnosis, definitely seek out your personal medical doctor. But in the meantime, definitely, if you like the episode, 
hit the subscribe button and also share with others. Till next time, eat healthy and be great.